Hello and welcome to another edition of Chesapeake Hockey Week. I'm your host, Scotty Waz. How are y'all doing? How's it happening? We have a lot of stuff to go over. There's a lot of showcases uh, happening. Uh, it is showcase kind of month, apparently, as we get into November. And one of the showcases that happened ahead of time was the Women's Crab Pot Tournament down there at McMullen Ice Arena. We'll get to that right off the hop. We'll also talk about Stevenson's men and women getting started uh, this season, getting their things in full swing. Team Maryland also a couple of games as they start to get on a little bit of a streak here. They're looking like things are finally coming together for Eric Progan's team. Uh, we'll also talk about uh, the Navy men, the Maryland men, the Stevenson men, and all kinds of men and women of the Maryland hockey scene. Let's get started, though, with the Crab Pot Tournament for the women's side. Now, this is a different kind of uh, tournament in terms of what goes on with uh, with the Navy side or the women's side and the men's side. The men's side is usually two semifinal games. You have a third-place game and, a, and a, uh, a final game. But in this situation, it's a round-robin tournament. Most points wins, simple as free. Uh, so Navy took on Rowan on Saturday, Villanova on Sunday, and they started off with Liberty, a very tight matchup here in the early going uh, always Liberty, always fielding a solid team all the way through their situations. But uh, Navy was the one who get off first as Tina Cornelio gets her fifth of the season from Elizabeth Perry and Chloe Haynes, 3-11 into the frame as uh, Navy getting off there. But Navy gets into a lot of penalty trouble in this game. First period, they had a couple penalties, and all throughout the second period, that gave Liberty a lot of chances uh in that second frame, they connected on one of them as uh, Julianne Nye gets her sixth of the year to even the score for the Flames. Liberty had 20 shots in the second period alone in this one, but Navy getting out of penalty trouble after that second period and starting to click early. Sam Clark gets her first of the year, 256 into the third period, gets Navy that lead back, and then Elizabeth Perry gets an insurance goal on a power play, her third of the year from Lindsey Beich. And Savannah Holtz, Beisch's third uh, assist. Holtz's first assist on Perry's third goal. And there you go. Navy locks it down after that one. Deanna Priveroto with 34 saves in the victory as the mids take this one as they take a solid couple of points here from Liberty and to the Crab Pot standing. Got to enjoy that there as well. In the second game, they took on Rowan University, uh, the Profs. And it was also uh, a, a big game for the Naval Academy. They get started midway through the first. Tina Cornelio, even strength, a redirect in front, uh, though they don't give an assist, oddly enough. Uh, she pots home an even strength goal. And then less than four minutes later, she's at it again. Uh, a nice little rebound in front off of an Elizabeth Perry shot. Uh, Cornelio just turns around, fires it home uh, for her. I think that's eighth of the year. Uh, and Navy is up two to nothing going into the break. Second period early, two twenty-two, and Elizabeth Perry gets a goal of her own, uh, a tip-in own rebound off a Tina Cornelio shot, Elaboo, and uh, yeah, the mids up three to nothing again. Penalty trouble, one of the big things for Navy, but luckily their penalty kill was solid against Rowan. Rowan uh, a little under under uh, playered, as they only had about eight players on their roster. Uh, and then the basically the training and the uh, victory through sheer volume kind of got to him as Navy finishes out 834 in as Anna Peterson 
even strength goal from Sam Clark. Four to nothing. That's where we left it. A shutout for uh, Privirato. 23-23. You got to enjoy that there. So on Sunday, unfortunately, uh, well, unfortunately, Navy did lose 5-4 to four to Villanova. Uh, but there's no score sheet anywhere. In fact, on the DVCHC website, it still says it's in progress 0-0. So um, trust me when I say I've seen video evidence. I was watching the end of the game on Sunday, and 5-4 uh, to four was the final there. Navy coming up short. And I do believe Villanova did win their first two games, so they claim crab pot supremacy in this. But it's okay. It's all right. Two big uh, wins. And, of course, Villanova is going to be a thorn in the side, as is Delaware and Liberty. A lot of these teams on the come up, as the kids say. So Navy is going to have to uh, find that extra gear as we get into the uh, the middle part of the season. And speaking of showcases, and the Crab Pot's a showcase for four teams in the Mid-Atlantic. This is going to be a showcase of the Upper Upper Atlantic? Upper Northeast area? In any case, Navy's going to be in a showcase at the Pittsburgh Ice Arena. I don't know if it's Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, or one of those weird Pittsburghs that's in, like, western New York. Um, and uh, there's a showcase going on there between uh, Navy, University at Buffalo, Mercyhurst University, and Lawrence Technical Institution. That'll be this weekend, so uh, keep uh, in touch with the uh, Navy women's uh, Facebook page and their Instagram for all updates and things of that ilk, and then come back here, and hopefully we'll have all score sheets for all that and uh, get you all filled in. The Stevenson men and their D3 side of things in the NCAA, they are ready to go. It started off in SUNY Canton this weekend as they went on and took on the Ruse, uh, and they showed up and showed off, did Stevenson University, Friday night, first game, boom, in the net it goes. Uh, don't know what that means. 5 nothing was the final, though, for Stevenson as they get off to a great start. Starting off with uh, Rhett Evgen. Starting off with Rhett Evgen. I'm, hope, I'm sure I'm butchering that. It's probably Evian and I'm I, whatever. But Evian scores the first goal of the Stevenson season, 8.56 into the first period. Uh, Jack Maloff and Jack Bannister on the assist. As, uh, yeah, early in the early going, as, you know, as I just keep reiterating myself, then uh, the uh, uh, the Mustangs up big on that. Uh, end of the first period, though, they did have a little bit of penalty trouble uh, with a couple calls late, but luckily the PK able to fend that off there. Second period, 738 in. Graham Mac uh, McElroy gets his, uh, pots his goal. Uh, first of the year because it's the first game. Eric Olson on the assist. Stevenson up two to nothing. Then Liam McCanny, who was a breakout star last season, lets the good times roll in the second period uh, with just about uh, 535 remaining. Uh, Liam McCanny pots his first of the year from John Musella and Aiden McDowell. That made it three to nothing. And then late in the second, with only a minute four left, uh, Evgen, or Evian, Evian, Rhett. Gets a power play goal from Aiden McDowell and Malcolm Palmer. Four to nothing after two periods of play. And then in the middle part of the flame, a frame of the third part of the third frame, the uh, Zach Bannister gets a power play goal from Musella and Palmer. And that is five to nothing. That is all she wrote on that one. Stevenson comes up big on this one. Ty Alton, who uh, formerly a uh, 
NHL player for the Maine Nordiques, as well as a uh, U-sport athlete, and then also played in major juniors in the Quebec Major Junior League. He is uh, the goalie of record this year for Stevenson. He makes uh, 34 saves, uh, made it look easy in the shutout as he gets his first uh, collegiate win. Because it's, 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 I'd be interested to see <clears throat> how Alton is uh, Alton is playing, um, if if not for the fact that he played major junior and how that goes with D3. So I'm I'll be interested. I wonder if I can't reach out to uh the uh the people there at Stevenson and they'll be like, well, "Who who are you again?" Uh but in any case, Alton 34 saves in the shutout and uh Stevenson wins again. Hey, they played another one on Saturday and uh a little bit more of a tamer response. Nothing happened in the first period. Um not not a lot of penalties either. It's a very clean cut game, only five power plays on each side of uh of the docket uh it started off with the stevenson mustangs getting in the second period 106 in john musella all alone putting stevenson up one to nothing early in the second period and then on a power play musella again pots at home his second of the game for malcolm palmer and aiden mcdowell uh the power play specialist there they potted home with 11 33 remaining in the second it was all scoring in the second uh in general in life as uh canton Gets on the board. Jackson Drysidle pots it home for his first of the year on the power play. Uh, they take that one only a minute four into the power play. Two to one, and that's where it all ended, too. Nothing happened much in the third, and Stevenson sweeps the weekend with a two to one victory. Alton with 30 saves in the victory on this one, and John Musella with two goals. Those two goals helped John Musella uh, get himself co player of the week in the UCHC. So Stevenson, the Green Horse, is getting off to a very rollicking good start. They'll stay on the road, however, this weekend. They'll take on Utica, a very big rivalry between these two squads. It's going to be a, their first conference matchup in UCHC action. And we'll come back next week and give you all the details about what's happening there. On the flip side of things, the Stevenson women took on SUNY Cortland uh, this, uh, this weekend as uh, they welcome their first games of the new season. And uh, SUNY Cortland ranked number 14th in the nation, and uh, Stevenson ranked possibly 5th in the UCHC. And you could see that a little bit on uh, on display here, as Cortland just takes, takes uh, Stevenson uh, to the limit, everybody to the limit. Uh, for Hugo Gods is what they were saying afterwards. Friday night score, 12-0 Cortland. Not going to go through all the Cortland goals, um, but it was not uh, not a good scene out there in Reisterstown. In net, Olivia DeGuire uh, started the game. She made 25 saves, gave up six. Then it was uh, Maggie uh, Sennert gets in. She goes in in the second period, plays only almost not even eight minutes of play. She lets in three goals and five shots. The Mallory Hunt ends out the game with 18 saves, uh, giving up three. Not a great scene. 45 shots in uh, total. And, uh, yeah, not uh, not great. Not great on this one. Uh, so that's where we end up. Saturday, not too much uh, better to report. This was an 8 to nothing score for Cortland. They got things early and often. A lot of power, uh, three power play goals. For Cortland in this one, uh, eight to nothing. Again, not going to run down all those scores. A uh, little bit better result in goal. Mallory Hunt had 18 saves, and uh, Maggie Sinert 27 saves. 
Sinert only letting up one goal, while unfortunately Mallory Hunt giving up seven. And that's all she wrote on that one. Not a great start to the weekend for Tori Emhoff's gang. But it's fine. Everything is all right. New sheet of paper. And they go to Nazareth. They will play Nazareth at home at the Sportplex on Friday night at 7, Saturday at 3. So if you have the opportunity to do so, please, I implore you to go down and support the Stevenson women. Let's uh, cheer them on and get them back onto the proper side of the column. Switching over to Team Maryland, and then after the All-Star week, All-Star scramble, All-Star shuffle, should be a dance called the All-Star Shuffle. In any case, Team Maryland starting to starting to get things together. Uh, they had a big win over the New Jersey 87s uh, a few weeks back. Uh, they had an upsetting loss against uh, PHC, uh, but they're starting to things are starting to come together for this squad. And you can see this as they took on last week against the Pennsylvania Huntsmen up in the uh, in the uh, power play ranks. And unfortunately. Things on uh, last Wednesday didn't get started off Team Maryland's way. Noah Schmidt, 17 seconds in, gets his second of the year for the Huntsman, puts them up early, one to nothing. And then Hunter Hoffman gets his fifth of the year, 7:23, and the Huntsman up two to nothing on that one. Maryland had a couple of power plays late, the penalty kill able to fend them off, but the Huntsman putting on 12 shots in that first frame. Then something clicked. Then you saw something click. Team Maryland was battling back, battling hard getting a lot of shots on goal in that second period. It wasn't until one second late, a buzzer beater. Uh, Noah Zoddert with his third of the year from Noah Goose, his third of assist of the year, and Jules Jardine, his fifth assist of the year. One second left, that momentum, that can help power you through, and it helped power Team Maryland through as well as they outshot the Huntsman 15-3 in the third period, and it showed starting 11:46 in. Zoddert gets his fourth of the year, second of the game, from Jardine, his second assist, and Sam uh, uh, Perdion with his fourth assist of the year. Team Maryland ties this score, and then less than three minutes later, Vladim Vrolov, his sixth of the year from Xavier Tremblay, his fourth assist, and Goose with his fourth assist, second of the game. And then Team Maryland takes this one. Comeback victory, huge comeback for this squad, a very character win, 3-2. to two. Uh, Josh Scully, Gets 26 saves in the victory for Team Maryland. They had a little bit of time off, and they played uh, yesterday, Tuesday, in fact. Uh, they took on the Philadelphia Little Flyers up there in Aston, PA. And uh, a, another solid, solid game for the uh, Team Maryland squad. Started off 435 remaining in the first period. Will Moran gets his first of the year on the power play, taking advantage of a, a late penalty call. Uh, Vladim Froloff, his fifth assist. Chase Hannon, his sixth assist on the power play. Team Maryland up one to nothing. Unfortunately, 109 into the second frame. Uh, Braden Daughtry with his first of the year for the Little Flyers, tying the game up. But Team Maryland undaunted by that. They keep the good times rolling. 719. Carl Radkowski, his second of the year from Aiden Theroff and Daniel Mosgrove. Uh, Theroff, his first assist. Mosgrove, his second assist on uh, Radkowski's second goal of the season. And then, less, uh, actually, two minutes and, uh, what is that, six seconds? Two minutes, six seconds later, Vladim Froloff shorthanded, putting home his seventh of the year, puts Team Maryland up 3-1, to one, and then they put the icing on the cake, sandwiching the whole deal. Will Moran, his second uh, goal of the game, second goal of the year from Reese Mills, 
his first assist. Team Maryland up 4-1. to one. That's how it ended. A big shutdown frame in the third period. Team Maryland gets Riley Matowski, his, uh, another victory for him. 18 saves in the victory. Team Maryland takes two, uh, two games overall. Got to like that. Uh, now, next, they'll take on the Huntsman today, noon at Piney Orchard. If you're hearing this before noon, um, go ahead and go down there. It's free, free admission. It's pretty wild hockey, and the Huntsman and Team Maryland are of that situation where familiarity breeds contempt. So I'm sure we're going to have something like that go in this zone. They'll also take on Philadelphia Hockey Club on Tuesday as well, and we will review that next week before a, I think it's Aston Showcase after that, the Mid-Atlantic Showcase for Team Maryland. So uh, Team Maryland getting things together, finally coming together for Eric Progen's team. Uh, so we will see how he can uh, adapt and uh, keep the good times a rolling. Head out to the Naval Academy, the midshipmen uh, trying to right the ship. Somehow, some way, they're on the road up in PA. Uh, first taking on Lehigh University Friday night, and a very even matchup uh, in terms of just offense and defense, and uh, you know, long fence, long fence. I see those advertisements down everywhere. But in any case, uh, the mids unfortunately just could not uh, find the back of the net in a constant fashion as they drop this uh, matchup to Lehigh four to one on Friday night. With uh, only 19 seconds remaining in the first, Charlie Long of Lehigh pots home his third of the year. Uh, that makes it, uh, yeah, makes it one nothing late. Then on the power play, Ethan Bahar gets his seventh of the season, 10:58 in for Lehigh. It is two nothing. Penalties, uh, a little bit of an issue for the midshipmen, but they were able to uh, kind of fend it off for the most part, aside from the Bahar, go- Bahar goal. And then with 45 seconds remaining, Robert Cunningham, his third of the season, gets the midshipmen back uh, or get them on the scoreboard, gets them to half of what Lehigh has, 2-1. to one. Cunningham's third goal of the year, Patrick Laughlin's third goal of the year. But then momentum kind of got killed going into the third as 34 seconds in. Sean Grant for Lehigh, pots his eighth of the year, gets that two-goal lead back for uh, Lehigh. And then Charlie Long, again, sandwiches the whole thing into the empty net for his fourth of the year. Navy drops this one 4-1. Uh, to one. Uh, Nathan Schmidt with 35 saves in the defeat. So Navy still trying to figure out how they can get things going. Unfortunately, uh, don't have a score sheet for uh, their Saturday game. Um, but they did drop that one too, uh, to William Patterson, I think it was. Yeah, it was William Patterson. It was William Patterson. I was right. Hooray. Hooray memory. Uh, but we can report they did drop this one 6-3, to three, uh, though no score sheet is available. Evan Adams had two goals, including one shorthanded. Uh, Bobby Cunningham had an assist on his first uh, on the first goal. Michael Rokovic and Sean Ostrowski on the second goal. And then Rokovic gets another shorthanded goal for Navy from Nick Owen in this one. But uh, Navy, again, unfortunately drops this one. And currently, as they sit right now, I mean, you can only say it's too early in the season to go to the standings and, and records and everything like that, but they are sitting uh, next to last in the ECHA. One of those things where it's just like, okay, well, now we got to figure out how we can get back, claw back into the playoffs uh, picture because the top six go, and currently both Maryland teams sitting there at the bottom. It's not for a lack of trying. Navy's a minus eight goal differential. It's not like they're getting blown out of games. Um, so, it's a situation now where it's uh, trying to find something and figure out what's uh, what's going on 
there. And it's going to be a tough task this weekend as they have a home-and-home against George Mason University. George Mason sitting tied for first in the ECHA as well, a team that is uh, growing leaps and bounds, won eight of their last ten. So Navy is in tough, but when the uh, going gets tough, the tough get going. So midshipmen will have a a task ahead of them, and we will see how they respond to it this weekend. The Maryland Turpins, they uh, they went uh, went down and had a time against Millerville University on Friday. And uh, unfortunately, not able to come back home with a win in a very high offense affair. As the final was 8-5, to five, shot 62-61 in favor of the Terps. But things got started early for Millersville 104. And Andrew uh, Zerko, with his first of the season, puts Millersville up. One and nothing. The Terps would get back on the board midway through. Travis DeShane, his first of the year from Tucker Healy. And Alex Sandell, Healy's fifth of the season, according to the exchange train. Sandell's first of the season, same thing there. Uh, and Maryland tied up again. But then, 14.05 into the frame, Cole McCulley gets his tenth of the year for Millersville, puts them back ahead. The seesaw keeps going. As with only 1.32 remaining, Brian Teske on the power play. Pots one home from the point from Daniel Tomaszewski and Trevor Drake. Uh, sixth assist and fourth assist, allegedly, uh, for them. But it wasn't. It was very short-lived. It's 12 seconds after that. Connor Rysak, Connor Rysak gets his second of the year for Millersville. Puts them up by one going into the second intermission. And then in great succession in the second period, uh, Millersville attacked. 208 and Patrick McDevitt gets his first of the year. Puts it up 4-2. to two. And then Adam Hennessy, nine seconds after that, his third of the year. Popping bottles. Putting Millersville up by three. And then 14-14, Cole McCulley getting it again. He loves that 14-minute mark. Pots his second of the uh, game, 11th of the year. Millersville up big by huge. 15, uh, 15-36 into the period. Tucker Healy gets his fourth uh, goal of the season. Sean Amon, his second assist. But then right after that, like, not even 20 seconds after that. 17 seconds, in fact. Johnny Morgan, his sixth of the year, puts Millerville up by a score of 7-3 to three going into the second frame. But Maryland, the Terps would not give up. Neither would, uh, and especially uh, Daniel Tomaszewski, who uh, kind of put the middle part of the game on his back. He gets his second and third goals only 40, uh, 41 seconds apart. Uh, his first one assisted by Tucker Healy and Alex Sandell, and then Brian Teske and Trevor Drake get the assist on his third goal of the year. Gets Maryland kind of back into that, gets him up to 7-5, but then 14-37 in McDevitt uh, gets himself his second of the game and of the season, and that kind of puts a, a saber in the back of the Terrapins. They drop this one by a score of 8-5. to five. Uh, Henry Peltier with 53 saves in the defeat as the Maryland look to figure out what happened as they're on a little bit of a skid. But they go into Saturday, coming back home, get some home cooking. Hopefully things can be a little different. But unfortunately, another big second period for Millersville sinks the Terps. Uh, we'll start off 328 into the first period, though. Kevin Dromgoel gets on the board for Millersville with his first of the year, putting Millersville up one to nothing. But... A minute and 10 seconds later, Max Newham back on the ice, gets his seventh of the year uh, from Andre Serra, his first assist. Terps tied up back and forth. Terps out shooting Millersville 16-9 to 
in the first frame, unable to get more than just the Noonan goal. Then 104, a little bit of a change of pace as a carryover penalty gave Maryland a power play. 104 into it. Brian Teske, another power play goal for him. Third of the year, Daniel Tomaszewski and Max Noonan with the assist. Terps up 2-1, to one, and then that's when things started to go Millersville way, and it went in a way, in a hurry. Start with Alex Reeder, his fourth of the year, 303 into the frame. Uh, and then at 621 into the frame, Patrick McDevitt gets his third of the series, uh, puts uh, Millersville up 3-2. to two. And then just a scant 11 seconds later, here's Reeder again with his fifth of the year. That puts Millersville up 4-2. to two. And then to end it all out on a power play, Adam Hennessy, 821 in, pots home a power play goal. That gives Millersville Four goals in five minutes and 18 seconds. And that, that turns the game around, makes it 5-2 uh, to two going into the third period of play. 13 seconds of the third period, though, Tucker Healy gets his fifth of the year for Max Noonan. Uh, gets the Terps again in screaming distance. And then Sean Amon gets his first of the year from Chase Wilson. Uh, puts Maryland two within one. But unfortunately, it would be Fernandez, try as they might, getting 17 shots to Millersville's eight. In the third period, Justin Carelli uh, gets an empty net goal with 31 seconds remaining. Dashes those hopes, unfortunately, and Maryland drops this one 6-4. to four. A little bit of a skid for Maryland. Uh, Henry Peltier with 20 saves in this one. Uh, Maryland, I think, has lost four straight uh, in these games, and it's, they're, they're gonna, it's not going to get any easier as uh, Maryland takes on the ACCHL Showcase. They'll take on UNC Wilmington. NC State and Va Tech, Virginia Tech, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday down at the St. James. Uh, so if you're in the St. James area, go ahead and check it out. ACC uh, HL Showcase all throughout the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also going to be there, Stevenson. Stevenson also had games this weekend. So let's get to those games, why don't we? Because that's what we do here. Stevenson's D2 squad, uh, they took on Va Tech, went down to Blacksburg, and uh, had an okay showing. All things considered, um, the shots were very even. They were creating a lot of offense. It's just the the end result was not being able to find the back of the twine as much as they had hoped. As uh, you know, you say when you you drop a game here and two all the time. We'll start off Friday when uh, Virginia Tech, the Hokies, get on the board quick. Daniel Gelman gets his third of the year, only a minute into the game, and the Hokies are up one to nothing. Four fifty five, and Griffin Mudge gets his fifth of the season. Uh, Hokies up two to nothing, and then eight forty-three. Rocco Savato gets in on the action. His fourth of the year. The Virginia Tech Hokies up three to nothing. Dominic Morris, though, he decided, you know what? I'm going to take this all on my own. With three uh, fifteen remaining in the first, he gets his third of the year. Tyler Shabbat, his second assist. Matt Warrington's second assist, and Stevenson gets on the board uh, before the first uh, period ends. After the first intermission, though, Vatek back on it again. Matthew Tulo. His fifth of the year, 252 into the second frame, puts uh, Virginia Tech up 4-1. to one, And then close to the middle of the frame, Tulo again, his second of the period, second of the game, sixth of the year, puts Va Tech up by four. Brendan Jesse in the third period gets his fifth of the year, 616 in, to try to cut into that lead. But unfortunately, uh, all for naught as Gavin uh, Peducey gets his sixth of the year for Virginia Tech. That would be the ending dagger. 6-2 to two, the score on that one. David Shahadi, 33 saves as Stevenson comes up short on this one. They would play uh, each other again and a little bit of the same result in this one, though. Vatek got a lot more shots 
on net this time through. Again, starts off very early, almost like a similar situation. Matthew Tulo, he scores in bunches, gets a power play goal, 257 in. Then 414, and he gets another one. His second of the game, eighth of the year, puts VA Tech up 2 to nothing. And then shortly after that, Evan Dutel gets his first of the year for the Hokies. It is 3-0 Virginia Tech in a span of uh, under three minutes. Brandon Jesse would get on the act uh, with 10-10 remaining uh, in the period. Sixth goal of the year from Michael Hughes. His third assist gets Stevenson up uh, to the th- uh, gets, gets him on the board. 3-1 scoreline. That's how it would go into the second period. In the second, though, that was all Hokies in this one. Evan Dutel with a power play goal, his second of the year, uh, 27 seconds in after a uh, end-of-period roughing minor for Stevenson. Then 9.39 in, Cameron Kaz- uh, Kazai, his ninth of the year, puts Virginia Tech up 5-1. to one, And then with under four minutes remaining, Tyler Gordon, his third of the year, Virginia Tech up uh, six to one. Gavin Kane would get one back. He would get his second of the year, eight twenty-four into the third period for Michael Hughes, who had a nice two-assist week, uh, two-assist game for himself. But then Dean Surgeon, with under five minutes remaining, gets his first of the year, seals the deal. Too many to not enough. Seven to two, the final score. David Shahadi, forty-five saves in the defeat. But Stevenson uh, digging, clawing, doing what they can. Uh, they we will see what they can do in the eight. CCHL showcase. They take on Elon, Denison, and UNC Charlotte this weekend down at the St. James. Again, if you got the chance, go down to the St. James down there in Springfield, Virginia. Maybe not Friday, or if you're going to go Friday, like go early in the morning because I'm sure Northern Virginia traffic, not the best, but you can head down to the St. James and uh, enjoy it. Go enjoy a full weekend of hockey, a full weekend of ACCHL action. Only one uh, D3 game to, I guess, that, that has been reported that I've been able to see. By the way, did I tell you how much I love game sheets? It's the best. It's the best. The best website is the best uh, integration that they've done. Um, I love I love game sheets. It's not a terrible product at all. In any case, UMBC traveled up to Sunbury, Pennsylvania to take on Susquehanna. And a big victory for UMBC, 6-3 to three with uh, Brenner Granson with four goals and two assists uh, equaling into every goal for the Retrievers. They get a big dub on this one. So uh, shout-out to them uh, as they have a, a nice little uh, game for themselves. And they will be playing at home this weekend. They'll be in uh, Reisterstown. They'll be at the Sportplex. They'll be taking on the Millersville Marauders in a, a D3 matchup, 9.30 p.m. on uh, Friday night. So got a chance, you're in Reisterstown, go ahead and check out the uh, the game it'd be a great time for everybody and uh, yeah you can support uh, you can actually go and see the Stevenson women game stick around watch UMBC club hockey we're having a great hockey night in Reisterstown baby so go ahead check them out should be a good time for everyone involved let's get to some players as uh, Sam Annis again getting another assist notching in another assist for Dinamo Minsk against Avangard Omsk um, that puts him at seven assists on the season, 12 points in 21 games over there in the KHL. Lacey Eden having another solid week, uh, a goal and two assists this weekend against St. Thomas and two big victories for the undefeated University of Wisconsin women's Badgers. 12 goals, nine assists, 21 points this season for the Annapolis native. Miles Gunty getting on the board this weekend as well with a, a goal against the Sioux Falls Stampede in a 6-3 victory as 
Um, Youngstown having a solid weekend for themselves, getting two out of three. Gunty has uh, three goals and an assist this year in 12 games. So a solid uh, way back for him to get things in there. Uh, Stephen Holiday had a solid weekend for himself. Three assists uh, over the weekend, one on Friday, two on Saturday, as Ohio State takes uh, one game and one tie against the University of Nebraska-Omaha down there in Omaha. Jesse Horacek for the Maryland Black Bears opened the scoring in both of Friday and Saturday afternoon's games, uh, helping the Black Bears sweep the Danbury Junior hat tricks. Horacek having a solid season for himself, seven goals and 13 points in 18 games. His teammate, Dimitri Kebrew, uh, boy, howdy, what a weekend for him as well. Six assists, um, three in each, although it only lists two here. Uh, but in any case, he got Star of the Week honors as well, first Star of the Week, uh, and he ate the bowl. Good times, great memories. Six goals and uh, 17 assists for 23 points for the Black Bears captain on that one. I'll have to look that one up. That doesn't seem correct, but... In any case, we'll move on from there. Uh, Will Lawrence was a uh, the second star of the weekend as the Bethesda native and Team Maryland alum had a uh, pretty good weekend for himself. Two goals against the New Jersey Titans, one on Friday and Saturday uh, in a split of the weekend between Johnstown and New Jersey. Graham McPhee is getting things started. He's with the Belleville Senators now. He's only got one goal, and that was a couple weeks back, but he is back and ready to go as a Bethesda, na uh, Bethesda native is ready for another AHL season. Blake Montgomery, another assist on Saturday, putting his total up to two goals and two assists in nine games in his first year uh, as a Lincoln star. So a uh, solid showing for Montgomery. Johnny Malera already getting into it with the uh, Sal Regina University in his second season there. A goal and three assists in his first two games. A uh, great decision on him to uh, bet on himself and head out to uh, to Division Three, really marking out his career as the Rockville, Maryland native, is uh, going far so far and getting off to a really good start for himself as well. Evan Orloff, like we mentioned, back with the Maine Nordiques. Uh, he had himself a goal uh, or an assist this weekend, and of course, uh, heavy hearts with what's happening, uh, what happened up there in Lewiston. So um, glad to see all the players were okay and everything like that, but still. Uh, that team playing with a, a lot on their mind, and Evan Orlov helping contribute to the victories uh, there this weekend against Philadelphia. Charlie Skinner, the Towson, Maryland native, he is in his uh, second to last year uh, with the Milwaukee School of Engineering. He's already got a goal so far in two games, so shout out to him, the, uh, the right shot forward doing his dang thing uh, out there in uh, D3 land. Adam Varga. Uh, like we mentioned, I mentioned beginning of the year, he had made the transition over to Slovakia. Uh, he's, he signed with uh, HK uh, Dukla Makalovic, but he is now on loan with HK Trebeshov, and he's got three goals in four games there already for the second-tier division in Slovakia. So awesome to see him get back onto the, uh, onto the score sheet, get back onto the, the ice sheet in general uh, after a solid junior career. Uh, now going over to apply his craft in uh, Slovakia. And Jack Spicer having a, a, a tough outing on Saturday as he uh, he and the Waterloo Blackhawks dropped one in Dubuque fighting Saints 6-5 to five in regulation. 26 saves for uh, Spicer this year. A far cry from where he was at last year 
in terms of performance. Only at one three and zero this year in four appearances, uh, three seventy three goals against, and an eight seventy save percentage. So um, we will have to see what happens uh, and how they can get both Waterloo and Spicer can turn things around in this one. But that'll do it. We have done it once again. Thank you all for listening. It means uh, more than you ever know. Um, I appreciate you taking time out of your schedule. And, hey, get out to some rinks every now and again. Why don't you? Go to Chesapeake HW Pod uh, is uh, where you can find some stuff that I put up there. And Clutch and Crab Hockey is basically a Black Bear cipher right now, but we're trying to get more integrated with the uh, with the uh, Maryland hockey landscape. So we will see how it all goes. But uh, until then, I'm Scotty Wallace. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been Chesapeake Hockey Week. Part of the Face Off Hockey Show Media Faction and Podcast Monsters. You, like I said, Chesapeake HW Pod on Twitter at clutchandcrabhockey.com. And uh, you guys stay safe, stay healthy. Uh, get that allergy medicine. Why don't you? Uh, get an air purifier, maybe a humidifier, all that good stuff. Uh, and uh, play that clutch and crab hockey when you can. See you next week. Peace.